When it comes time to gather together for family prayer, do you feel intimidated? Do you feel like you don't know what to do, how to go about it? We always aim to provide you, to connect you with, with great resources to help you with family prayer so that you can be equipped to lead your family in prayer, to join together with your family in prayer. In studio today, the Reverend William Whedon, Director of Worship for the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod Office of National Mission, host of Thy Strong Word, coming up in just minutes here on Worldwide KFO. Pastor Whedon, good morning. Hey, good morning. A joy to be with you today. Nick. A joy to have you in studio. I was chapel this morning. I, I was... Here in the studio, so I didn't it, get to it was really it was great. We we had our our guest from um, uh, Bethesda Lutheran Communities here today, um, joining us for worship, and uh, I actually let Pastor Eric Brown preach. Um, he'd sent out a wonderful little devotion at the beginning of the week. I get these from him each week. And it was just, it happened to be on the reading for today. And I said, I can't come up with something better than that. So I told them, Pastor Brown's actually preaching. <laughs> Off we went. It's good. The reading for today, what, when you say the reading for today, there are a number of different sources that, that provide us with a, yeah. a, a lectionary or pericope of our daily reading. We, we what do, do you use? We do a weird thing here at the International Center. <laughs> uh, I mean, we follow basically the, the one-year series, but we divide Mondays is set aside to preach through different books of the Bible. We've been through a whole pile. I think we've started at um, with Romans. We made it all the way through the end of Paul's corpus. And uh, then we went, we've just gone back to, to John. I think we're up to the 16th chapter now, unless a festival or something falls on that day. So John Monday is the day for just preaching straight through the Bible. But then Tuesday is the Old Testament reading. Uh, Wednesday is the epistle Thursday is like a grace note sort of floating around. That's my day. So <laughs> I get to choose. Note. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at what I, what, what does Whedon want to preach on this week? I mean, I, I actually do sort of that, but I tie it to the theme of the week. Um, or, you know, so what's, what reading matches the, what we've been hearing this week from the word of God. And then Friday is the gospel reading. So it's sort of built on the readings for the divine service. I've thought for years, what we really should just be doing are the, the readings in treasury and, uh, you know, just let, let, let that. But they tend to be long, mm-hmm. though, and we have a short time for chapel here. So the well, the readings vary in treasury because uh, yeah, right. you know we study them on sharper iron. Mm-hmm. Pastor Fisk studies mm-hmm. them with a different pastor each day on sharper iron, and uh, they're included in oratio as well in the morning and, and right. morning prayer and evening prayer here on KFUO. And it, it, it's basically a one year lectionary as well. It works right. through one right. single year. It's not the the one year lectionary. I mean, it's not the one, I mean, the, the way to distinguish them is it's, it's there's the one year lectionary for the divine service. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is the, the lectionary, the, the daily lectionary for, for the church's prayer life. Mm-hmm. And that's what you guys are talking about with the right. treasury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And prayer life. That's what we're here to talk about today for Which is so families. Good. And I'm so glad you, you know, th- thank, first of all, thank you for uh, allowing me to come and, and sort of describe what we have uh, just recently put out. But I want to sort of back off if I can to introduce a thought, maybe to our hearers that they've not really pondered their way through before. Um, this is really vital. People can look at and see things that, that don't go well in the church. They can look and see things that are falling apart in society. And they wonder, you know, how, where, where does renewal begin? How does it actually start? Well, the answer, people, is that renewal starts in the family because the family is actually the conjunction of the church and the state. It is both in that place. They both grow out from that place. So in relation to church, think of home as domestic church. That really is what it is. And in the church, we gather around a table where there's a meal, and then we we read from the word of God together, and we ponder it. We hear it proclaimed. Um, 
this this should, should, should be setting off bells in your head. You'll be going, oh, wait a minute. So it's kind of like my house where there's a table. And, and guess what? That's the most natural place to put the time in the word. And one of the beautiful things about um, Lutheran piety, um, Lutheran habits of godliness, we can put it that way, it doesn't, it, we're not talking about making something be like 20 minutes long all the time. You know, you don't, a devotion does not have to be that long. It, it can be. It can be. It can be. Sure. It can be longer. But the, 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 the big thing is to let the word of God have scope in the ears of the little ones and the big ones and let it do its thing. Um, and how we can provide for that. I mean, if, if you really look at how the catechism teaches you to pray with the morning and evening prayers and then the prayers at the table, um, probably I'm guessing if you did absolutely everything that's there all told, it has you praying maybe five to seven minutes a day tops total. But what it's done is by punctuating prayer at those moments, it's suggested a frame for your entire life so that everything gets filled with prayer. Um, and especially when you're dealing with little ones, if you have little, little ones, then the time, time the shorter time becomes really important, um, right? You know, you, you, they're only going to let you have so much before uh, things sort of spinning, well, back to the normal chaos. So you're introducing God's order into their normal chaos, right? So at the table, uh, it's a great natural place to actually have the reading of the word and mm -hmm. prayer. Ours is, is around bedtime most mm -hmm. of the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, as we try to bedtime has down, the huge down. advantage of the tiredness, right? You know, I mean, I don't know if that's an advantage. It depends on the kid, <laughs> right? I know, I know, I know. We, we, we had, we had my, my oldest, I mean, bedtime for, from, how was Oscar now? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. From the time that my daughter was like, my oldest daughter was like from two to four. It was hell to pay every night. It didn't matter what you did. It was wrong. There was complete and total meltdown that we could never, we never did figure out. I and mean, she just grew out of it, stopped. But um, it was like, so bedtime was not a good place for us to try to do anything except for calm this child down and get her into the bed. <laughs> I've seen a lot of, I mean, my, my hurt now that, that kid, she's got four kids of her own and they do it at bedtime. <laughs> and, and the word of God singing hymns, praying certainly can be very calming mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. That, and one of the reasons we do that, that's one of the times that we're all together You're at together, home. Right. And what better way to end the day right. to, to, to calm uh, our minds, our hearts as we, as we go to sleep, to commend ourselves to God's yeah. care, oh, as it's we huge. lay down to rest, uh, mirrored but, mirrored but, in the morning too, right? Yeah, but it's a, a bit challenging. <laughs> yeah, when that's when when one is too tired, that's when children sometimes lack the the self control. <laughs> yeah, to to listen, <laughs> to to listen or to uh, to to do anything. That has structure to it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Standing on one's head—that's easy to do when when you're tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, we, we've seen them do it. Well, the the, the resource that the that worship prepared though really was sort of designed around at at meal time, at mm -hmm. table time, um, and uh, 
I want to first of all thank Pastor Lawrence out of Michigan. Thank you for writing and saying, where is this? Because it totally slipped my mind to prepare this year's. Um, so we just finished it this past week and got it up. And uh, it, the, the, the resource really is like it's a single sheet. So you can make copies. If you have kids that can read, it's ideal. Um, if they can't read, it's no big deal. They learn the hymns by repetition. And it uses the hymn, um, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, as the anchor hymn, if you will. Uh, and it ties together the O Come, the, the, the cry there, come, 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 with at the end the, the prayer that uh, is usually called the common table grace, come Lord Jesus be our guest and let these gifts to us be blessed, which in LSB is also a song and can be sung and kids love well, you, you know, they love ritual. They love repetition. The more you do the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. the more they like it. So this brief order suggests that you have your Advent wreath on your table, mm-hmm. safely removed from little hands, and and you light your, you know, one candle each week. And, and they... I, 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 I remember watching my kids just, they, 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 they really got into it. And my kids are still mad that they changed the words because we were a TLH congregation. So they changed the words to O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. They had them all memorized in the four stanzas that were in TLH. And these are slightly different words. Um, but uh, yeah, my, my, my son, I think is still in rebellion. It says, I sing it the old way. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I remember last year using these, we, we call this unwrapping the gifts. Unwrapping the gifts. Yes. And uh, that's where uh, lcms.org slash unwrapping the gifts is where you can find these resources for for devotion for the family table things like that for advent and i also want to stress you have to hunt for this one because it was put up you know last year the year before uh also you can do the exact same thing unwrapping the gifts and then put in thanksgiving litany and table grace and you can find one for your thanksgiving table that's also um uh, been it's received a lot of uh, positive feedback from people that have used it said yeah that that really works well so both of those are are, are available at that site and uh i'll try to provide i'll uh I'll work with Sarah and we'll get that Thanksgiving one. Oh, good. Um, good, we'll, good. Ta- we'll tag that one. We'll link it with uh, today's program notes Thank as well you. so folks can get to that easily. Why, why, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> why is, do we lose our why, train of thoughts when we, we get old? Because <laughs> I have a four-year-old. Uh, no, I, sometimes it, it can be intimidating uh, to fathers, to household leaders, yeah. to to go about they family don't know. prayer. Sure. How do we even do this? So that's why this is tr- this order here is. If, can you call it an order? I guess you can call it an order. It is as it is so unbelievably simple. It does require singing. Now, don't get me started on this, but I mean, it drives me crazy that people only listen to music on their earphones anymore and they never actually open their voices and sing. Well, you know, we need to remedy this. Here's an easy hymn to remedy this on. Almost everybody knows this tune, right? O come, O come, Emmanuel. People who are not mm-hmm. Christians know this tune because it plays in the mall when you're going shopping and it's been playing there since what? October um, or September, I don't even know. Um, so, so this 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 tune is a familiar tune. Yes, and, and and to get everybody in the family singing together, this is this is really great, very important. You know, teach them the hymnal is for the home. I, I think I've said it on your show before. Can I say it one more time? It was one of the sneakiest moves that Satan ever did. It's when he made the church think that it was a great idea to put the hymnals in pews so that people didn't have their hymnals at home. They would only have access to the hymnal one hour a week. Urgh! 
if, if we could go back and change one thing in the 20th century, that would be the first thing that I would absolutely change is that we lost this people carrying their hymnals with them because it would be totally normal in years past that people would grab their little hymnal open up and sing i have my hymnal with me at all times yeah yeah i we're both tech tech nuts and so we have it in our hymnal we have it in our uh, iphones and ipads and it is it's amazing it is a handy tool as a matter of fact you know sometimes i forget that i have it with me but i'm this year i think has probably been a banner year in terms of remembering that i have this resource with me Mm -hmm. when when i need it uh to yeah it's uh, awesome prayers for hymns things like that there have been moments when i wanted to encourage a friend or a family member who they were they were going into surgery uh, I was able to. Uh, you pulled it up pull right there. My Lutheran service book. It's right in there. your pocket it's, with your Bible, with all your Luther's works on this. I mean, it's amazing how, I mean, it's a fun time to be alive as far as the toys go. <laughs> but the toys are meant for such things as this to always have the hymnal in your pocket. Yeah. But do you, mm-hmm. I'm curious, just this tangent, do you, do you find it harder to remember stuff that you read on the, the screen as opposed to stuff that you read on page? I don't remember anything I read. Oh, okay, well, I, that, no. that's all sad. I mean, for, for, for me, I mean, I can usually, if I see it on a page, I remember it forever, and I remember where it is on the page. Hmm. But it does not work like that because the screen moves around, I guess. I don't know. I'm a horrible reader to begin with. It, I, I actually do audiobooks more than, than anything. Um, well, I love audiobooks, too. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, when... Uh, I don't know if it makes much of a difference for me when it whether I'm reading digital or paper... Uh, but, but it is nice it, when it comes to singing hymns as a family. It's nice to have a hymnal yeah, with yeah, us, yeah. or or this, this handy uh, guide, the the brief devotion for the mm-hmm. family table that that you have prepared. We yeah. used uh, we used last year's as well at the table. Same hymn last year, right? Yeah, same. We'll I mean, this is from our family. It's a family mm-hmm. tradition of the Whedons that that this is the only hymn that you sing at table during <laughs> Advent. So you got it again. And <laughs> and I think I have a video somewhere of my son singing this, cool. and he loved having the Advent wreath, and he liked extinguishing the candles. Oh, that was, yeah. That's a big thing. That Who gets to job. put out the candles? Yeah. That yeah. was his job was to extinguish well, the candles. So uh, he was always excited about that part. But, but I, you know, he was, what, three at the time. Right. And still, the, this worked well for us. It was... It worked well for the the window of time that you have with a three year old at a meal. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. I mean, and the food's not even going to get cold. It's that short. It's just a short grace before the meal, um, but it does anchor the entire season for you in the hymn, in the Word of God that's read, the prophecies from the Old Testament, and in um, and in the the, the prayer. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I think it does a job. And he he learned the the hymn. That was oh the, yeah. That was one of the great things. Now he carries that hymn with him in in memory Mm -hmm. you know he's he was able to learn that he now we haven't sung it since last advent probably so he might have forgotten some of it but i'm sure that it'll spark right up as soon as we sit down and sing it again this yeah because what what really works for memory of course is words to music Mm -hmm. that that's like the 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 magic elixir you put those two together yeah my constant example of that is hold the pickles hold the lettuce special order you're not even old enough to remember that Uh, i am you are okay you are old enough to remember special orders won't upset us right um at at, who knows i don't even remember it was a burger king i can never remember who who did the commercial but i just it's the stupid words but i remember them because i'm hearing the music in my head you know stays forever but so what if you're not a musical family what if you are uh, really afraid to sing or to uh, to sing in front of your family or to sing with your family. First, 
Don't give in to saying, I can't do this. Try it. Try it, try it, try it. Go ahead and sing out loud. See what happens. You know, if the world doesn't come to an end, okay, maybe you can try it again tomorrow. Um, If you need some backup and help, well, then just go find yourself one of the thousand and one recordings of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel that are available on YouTube and plop it on the table and play it and (laughs) sing with it. Um, You'll be amazed. Uh, You know, you you can have backup if you need it. But honestly, there's something really cool about just using the human voice. And we need to to encourage each other to actually venture out and try that. Ken, it's it's not Advent yet, but can we... Can we walk through this? Can you walk us through? Sure. You mean just actually like yeah. a, as though, let, let's pick a day, okay? Um, I don't, we, we, one thing before we do, you might, we might notice that the, the weird thing is the O Come, O Come, Emmanuel stanza, which in the hymn is the first, it in the in the antiphons is the last, and it's done on the 23rd. It, it's listed Sunday only because this oh. is the weird Advent. That's a three-week three Advent because the fourth Sunday of Advent is Christmas Eve this year. It's the first sun, the first day of Advent is always determined by what's, what day... Uh, what Sunday is nearest to St. Andrew's Day? Weird as it sounds, that's how you sort of calculate it, and then there you got it. So, um, liturgical math. Yeah, yeah, liturgical math. So I don't know. Let's pick something from from the middle week. So uh, you would start out. I mean, you you want to? Are we going to sing this together? Sure. Okay. I've got a cold, so g- good luck. I, we'll see what we can do here. Um, verse two. Sing it with me. How about uh, the, the second stanza in the thing? So the families come together, and we sing. O come, thou key of David, come and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high and close a path to misery. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. December 11th. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. Isaiah 9, verse 7. Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest, and let thy gifts to us be blessed. Amen, amen, amen. And then the candles stay lit for the meal, and you extinguish them after the end of the meal. It's that simple, that short, that 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 concise. But that also gives you something to talk about through the meal as well. Right. Whether it's the stanza of the hymn or the text uh, you read December 11th, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Yeah, so that gives can, you something to, to discuss during dinner, especially with, with, with. I mean, certainly you can discuss it with kids, no matter the age. Mm-hmm. But but you, some of the older kids, they might go, "So why isn't there any peace?" I mean, the angel said there'd be peace the night he was born, right? Peace on earth. Well, where on earth is that? Doesn't mm-hmm. look like it fills our world. You know, it gives a great opportunity to talk about. Okay, so what is his government, and what is the peace that he came to bring? And if his government is not what we think of as the government of this world, what is it? Yeah, no, it, it opens up all kinds of discussion avenues during the meal. Yes, you're right. So the Word of God has uh, it, it, it's planted that, that seed that, that sprouts and grows. Indeed, indeed. A beautiful, simple way to, to gather with the family to pray. 
And I got to add, this year I was I was really naughty and added one last thing in. On December 24th, because it was December 24th, um, instead of just using the Old Testament scripture, I actually included a scripture <laughs> from the Apocrypha. Um, because, here's the reason why, it's the... It's the antiphon, the little verse before the intro it for Christmas Eve, which is that day. So if you'd use this at your dinner table on the 24th and then you go to church Christmas Eve night, you're going to hear when all was still and it was midnight. Your almighty word, O Lord, descended from the royal throne. There it is. Um, and and so it, it, this is the, the passage for which this whole... A tradition arises that it came upon a midnight clear. Um, I mean, it's throughout the hymns that it happened in the middle of the night. Where, where do we get that? Oh, that's from wisdom. So it, it's it's in our um, our, our liturgy for the, that evening. So I and it purposefully included there, not implying that the Book of Wisdom is a canonical book, but noting that it has a, a big liturgical use in the church. The church loves to read from it in this in the service. You know, this is uh, this is a fantastic resource. It's free. It's easy easy to use. Now, if you would have just included like meal service with these for the season Man, of Advent, yeah, you wouldn't have, because Advent is so busy for us. I know. I mean, we, 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 we could we could have inflicted the wild diet on everybody. Wouldn't that have been fun? <laughs> well, if you would be cooking dinner for us for yeah, the yeah. season of Advent, I'd be all for it. Yeah. Can you do that next year? Maybe include meal service along with these you know, meal prayers. Sandy's a deaconess, and they're really good about these things. I'll ask her. I'll say, Andy wants to know if you would. <laughs> I'll let her get back to you on that, okay? <laughs> no, this is this is one of uh, uh, of a handful of resources for families. You mentioned the Thanksgiving one earlier. Yes. Uh, tell me about the uh, tell me about that one. Okay, that one actually. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up real quickly. Um, it is uh, it, it drives the same sort of way, but it's longer in its prayer. Um, it it focuses on all invites us to think about all the things we have to thank God for, including some of the things that we don't normally think about thanking Him for, mm-hmm. um, the sufferings and the hardships that that free us from selfishness, right? That force our lives to look outward from away from ourselves. When you're at the end of your own resources, that's a gift. That is a gift from mm-hmm. God. Um, and then it wraps up with everybody singing, and this is not on the resource. And I actually had a pastor write and say, "So what is this hymn?" I was like, "Oh my goodness! Now thank we all our God." So um, hold on, let me look it up here in the book real quickly. I give you the number. Um, now uh, it, it's sort of like the Lutheran version of the Te Deum, if I can put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like uh, w- whenever there was a great festival, something you wanted to give thanks to God for, we we always sang together. Now thank we all our God. It's hymn number eight hundred ninety five, eight ninety five in Lutheran service book, and that wraps up the the Thanksgiving that day. And there's um, opportunity, obviously, to for people to stop and give thanks to God for things that they themselves. Uh, you know, wish to particularly remember, but it, it guides that Thanksgiving through. And mm-hmm. again, it's real short. Won't it, the the turkey's not going to get cold <laughs> while you say it? But it it's a great way that, to um, actually bless the Thanksgiving table. Thanksgiving Day Litany and Grace, uh, one page that helps us reflect on and and pray uh, faithfully, giving thanks to God for all that He provides for us. Uh, for the gift of this day and the opportunity to give you praise. Glory to you, O Lord. Just, yeah, that, that's you know? the refrain, right? Yeah. Glory to you, O Lord, mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Um, and uh, uh, th- th- this uh, this is mostly taken, uh, some of the words are taken here, the thoughts are taken from 
uh, uh, Alexander Schmemann's last prayer of thanksgiving that, that, that he offered, which is an amazing prayer. But um, for the good gift of, of children and grandchildren to nurture in your love and fear, um, he has, uh, and for the gift of holy noise. <laughs> I didn't put that in there. But for the joyful noise of yeah. infants cooing. Yeah, there we yes. go. The joyful noise of, of infants cooing. But um, notice that petition right before the end, for the sufferings you're pleased to send us. That is right out of Shmemon's, uh way of praying, and I think it's a very helpful way to, to remember. The Bible teaches us to give thanks to God for all things, and how better mm-hmm. to teach our children that this is what we are called to do, to offer a, thanks, a sacrifice of thanksgiving for all things, than to do it together on Thanksgiving Day. The uh, Yesterday I had the privilege of speaking with our friends from Bethesda Lutheran Communities and the, the things for which some of the, the individuals whom they, they work with and they serve, uh, mm-hmm. that, that they pray for, reminded me of so many things that, that, that I can pray for, that we can pray for daily, mm-hmm. that we, we look right past. Pastor Whedon, thank you so much for these resources, for sharing them with us today. We'll hey, thank the you link for allowing us to, to share. Thanks. You bet. lcms.org slash unwrapping the gifts. That's a place to find more information. You've been listening to Faith and Family, produced by Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO.